Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast. Starring Dave Schilling, Junior Bridgman, John McCoglin, Joey Devine, Harvey Catchings, Raymond Sessions, Sean Keane, Flint Robinson, Zaid Abdulaziz, the kangaroo. Patreons, Franz Essig, thank you, Franz. Dave Rock, thank you, Dave. Eric Gunderson, thank you, Eric. Musical guest, The Promise Ring. And now the temporary host of the Roundball Rock Podcast, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Roundball Rock Podcast. And I've got to say, Sean, it's rare you say a band that takes me back to a time and place. But (laughs) the Promise Ring is certainly a band that takes me back to a time and place. And that place is Monterey, California. Uh, the dorms. Um, 2002 <laughs> was a weird time. Anyway, uh, Sean Keen, how are you? I'm good. I'm going to watch some NBA basketball. It's oh, yeah? 106 degrees here. Oh, I mean, it's 85 yeah. right now, but it was 106 uh, earlier today. And you know why? Because the NBA is heating up. <laughs> Uh, my dad uh, did some yard work with his shirt off, too, and then came inside and was like, I think my back is sunburned. And I was like, why didn't you wear a shirt? Wait, your dad did yard work with his shirt off? <laughs> That's uh, it's a I've classic move. He likes, <laughs> he likes to do that when people are coming over. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually he's, he's wearing He's got to show it off. Um, he's got to burn his back all the time. Um. All right. Uh, <laughs> we got a lot to talk about today. So... 
Let's go through this quickly. Business Twitter. <laughs> uh, you can follow us there at Round Rock Pod. On Gmail, email us there at roundrockpod at gmail.com. Five-star review. Do not give me a warnings. And also, it's illegal. Tim Cook will throw you in jail if you give us less than five stars. Uh, because we live in a uh, state where billionaires can do what they want. And that's why he can throw you in jail. Uh, Patreon.com slash roundrockpod, where Sean... We've switched it up a little bit, haven't we? We have. There's been a lot of content recently. Yeah, we used to do not so much content, and uh, well, and it was it was all podcasts still. Right. Um, I'm not. We did do a podcast this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'm just, I'm just saying. There's a lot more variety. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now on like, the, uh, I mean, there, there's still podcasts. There's but... sketches. There's songs. Uh, at some point this week, we talked about who the Waluigi of the NBA is. Uh, that let's... was that. That I'm gonna yeah, that I'm gonna play a clip from that right now. Oh, no, please, no, yeah. I just mean like from a like branding standpoint, where it's like, well, this isn't a very good place. I'm gonna pick randomly again. <laughs> is the uh, more okay. important part here? We gotta get. So I so like we have to get this like is a... one where body type matters. I believe. I think that's I think that's correct. But I I just think that I just think that Lamar Odom sure is like too sad to be Luigi. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna cut it there because you're right. Um, but what I will <laughs> say is, you know what's going up today, Sean? What's that? Uh, our friend Corbin A. Smith was so upset about our nint- our child video. Uh, he yes, called us yes. five times. He called us five times from outside a supermarket. Uh-huh. I'm going to put up all five on the Patreon uh-huh. tomorrow, but here's yeah. one I picked randomly. Uh, okay, great. Okay, cut me off. We're back to this other thing. Okay, so Michael Jordan. He is obviously Mario. LeBron James. You take him, you stack him next to Jordan. He's bigger than uh Mario. He's stronger than Mario. He um he has a sort of more complicated personality than Mario. You know, he's a, uh, you know, you know, he's got you know some uh let's say libertarian. But let's, let's let's just say that LeBron James wears his relationship with money on his sleeve a little more than Michael Jordan did. Mhm. And then Sean, you put up a couple podcasts. Though, yeah, I I will say, um, I I think in response to some of the things that uh, Corbin Corbin's going to raise. Oh, um, we are not going to deign them with a response. No, no, no. All, okay. <laughs> all 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 I'm saying is, uh, we were just picking current NBA players. Like we, I believe we even advanced the Michael Jordan is Mario argument. Just. Anyway, that's we don't. Yeah. We're, anyway, we're, we do not respond to a this raving, is a, a lunatic <laughs> raving in a shopping mall. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do like to uh, imagine what that was like for the patrons of. I mean, I think it was Safeway. It could have been a plaid pantry, uh-huh. I think. Anyway, um, there's like oh, yeah. 20 minutes of Corbin screaming at us about Mario. That'll be yeah. up on Patreon today. Uh, today, <laughs> I put up my review of uh, Dwayne Wade's uh, game show, The Cube. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, the main thing that I came up with from that is Don't that... Don't spoil uh, it. <laughs> well, it's, an, it's early. I'm not going to spoil the whole thing, but... Uh, basically, the... Uh, Joey, do you know what a panopticon is? Mm-hmm. 
So it's this uh, ideal prison designed by uh, Jeremy Bentham in like 1790. Uh, And the whole idea is that the prison's designed in such a way that the prisoners can never tell if they're being watched. Mm -hmm. And they were like, this is a much more humane prison than what we were doing, like flaying them all the time. Right. It's like uh, uh, the prisoner. Yeah, it's kind of like that, right? <laughs> uh, but also, every more modern corporation also has that same mentality of like, what if we just constantly observed everyone at work mm-hmm. all the time? Anyway, that's and that's the cube. The cube is like, wow, wouldn't that be horrifying if someone was watching you when you were trying to complete simple tasks? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, yeah, that's that's the American workplace under capitalism. Yep. Uh, anyway, it, uh, but also I talk about the game and. Uh, yeah. Well, our oh, friend Randy LeDoux uh, works there. We learned that, that last week on the Patreon. That is true. So he, um, I mean, I did. I didn't want to. I want. I don't want him to can. I don't think they're going to cancel it. Oh, I mean, and then I put up a podcast with uh, with my friend Ruby as well. It's not your Ruby. friend, a child. Did yeah, she? She was. Yeah, that she was four when we recorded this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually from last year. Uh, we haven't seen each other. Don't tell them them. We've, which well, we I mean, did once. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I just thought I've I've just had it. Uh, wasn't I? I never cleared it with you. Basically, uh, that's fine. Yeah, because I, mean, I, you, I you didn't are allowed want to do whatever you want. By it. I didn't want you to feel threatened by a new co-host. I mean, I am always threatened all the time by everything yeah. that happens, which is why I listened to the Promise Ring <laughs> when I was twenty years old. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, and then also buy our t-shirts at, uh, oh, yeah. uh, the t-shirt store in the link at tpublic.com. Um, Sean, the other thing, oh, what's coming? Mm-hmm. Summer League. Oh, yeah. I think we want to, we want to take Tillman for all he's worth again, right? Oh, yeah. He's got even less now, so it's yeah, gonna, yeah. it's gonna be so much sweeter when you take so, his money. You took his money last time. I did. Uh, and I bought our listeners drinks with it. Um, so here's, here's the deal, folks. Uh, we're, it's not a very formal round ball rock meetup, but we are doing a meetup. Sean, we're going to be there the 8th through the 11th, probably, right? Um, yeah, that, that's right, right? Is that, is that like Monday through Thursday? Uh, yes, that is (laughs) Monday, that's Sunday through Thursday is 8th through the 12th. I think I'm going to be there the really 9-11. Um, so let's say our meetup, the Round Ball Rock listener meetup, where we take Tillman for every cent he's worth, uh-huh. is August 10th. Tuesday, well, August 10th. Well, let's let's do it either late or early, because right. I actually have to do a Zoom comedy show at 7 p.m. Right, no, it's, well, because we have to do it after the last game, so at 10.30 oh, right, right, p.m. at the billionaire buyer slot machine mm-hmm. in the Golden Nugget in mm-hmm. Las Vegas, Nevada. The uh, most, uh, the most narcissistic slot machine possible. Everybody bring as much money as you can and we're all going to put it in one slot machine and take turns max bet pulling it, baby. Also, I have mm-hmm. a bad news. It's a $1 slot machine so a max <laughs> bet pull is like $10. <laughs> we're going to own that yacht or yeah. the other yacht. Yeah, <laughs> Boardwalk. Um, I think that's 
I think we did it right. That's the, the business. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of great business. No, that was great yeah, yeah. business. Oh, good. Um, let's go to the news, shall we? Let's do it. This is round ball rock news, basketball news for humans and robots. Trust the process. All right, Sean, what's our top story? Our top story tonight, uh, it's been a big week, obviously, so for news. So much basketball news. And our top story is that the Winklevoss twins, Tyler and Cameron, have formed a band. I'm sorry? Uh, the Winklevoss twins, the the true founders of Facebook, uh, the, mm-hmm. the crypto... Pioneers, played by uh, Brett Slamson's BFF Army Hammer uh-huh. in the movie The Social Network. Uh, they hang out all the time. Uh, they formed a band. Uh, Tyler is the singer, um, and Cameron's the guitarist because he's the he's the shy one. So these are the Winklevoss twins that are not cannibals, right? The actor who played them is the, the actor. Cannibal, the right? actor is a cannibal. As as far as we know, the Winklevoss twins are not cannibals i consider them the morris twins of the tech industry (laughs) i was gonna say are they like are they the yin to uh the are they you know know what it's less a yin yang thing and it's more an east coast west coast thing okay are they the east coast lopez twins where it's like, oh, because they money, went to Harvard evil, and they went to, they went to Harvard, the, the, where the Lopez twins went to Stanford. They're inherently the only... good. Right. <laughs> I mean, the, the difference is just that they are actually identical. Although True. I kind of wonder how much Robin and Brooke would look alike if their hair was just the same. Right. I mean, would you? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, yeah, they're they're evil. They're money crazy. Um, the Lopez twins have been involved in a scam, but I think they, I just don't think they realized they were, uh, buying stolen Disney merchandise. Okay, first off, leave Brooke out of that. It was, oh, just, that was Robin just Robin buying just illegal Robin. stolen Disney World merchandise. Now, if it's just Robin, I believe it's a little more, uh, It is more nefarious. More nefarious. <laughs> just, just fundamentally, it's more Brooke nefarious. Brooke is the sweeter of the two, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was the one who did, uh, musical theater at Stanford. Robin did not mm-hmm. do that. Um, so what is the so, name yeah, they, of this band be. that the Winklevoss twins? <laughs> they have, have not been named yet. They're they're invite. They've invited two hundred people to see their show. They already jammed in front of an audience at Cameron's NoHo mm-hmm. uh, place, flat loft, loft. I'm sure it's a loft. Of course, they live in a loft. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't have a name yet. Mm. So I mean, if you have an idea um like what's the opposite of an oasis like a a murderous desert that would be a good name mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> are there any other bands with twins uh the probably shouldn't breeders um uh or the DeLeo twins uh, brothers twins i don't think they are <laughs> i mean if any grunge band had twins in it it would be stp right Oh, absolutely. I mean, I've seen them live, I, and they're, like, pretty weird-looking. I think they're just brothers, though. Um, oh, well, the, pro- oh, the, the Proclaimers. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. So they would be like the disclaimers, and you'd have to like opt into a weird uh, thing that lets them take your data if you go to. Okay. A... <laughs> well, I mean, the Bee Gees, obviously. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, what would what would their version of it be? I mean, the VDs. <laughs> I feel like that. Uh, that Tegan and Sarah. Are they twins? Yeah. So would they just be called Tyler and Cameron? I guess. What if they were like Tegan and Tyler? They should. They like, should yeah, go by Army it. and Hammer. Army and Hammer. That's yeah. a good name. <laughs> I like that. Uh, what about? Um, what if they were like? Really bad Charlotte. <laughs> Blonde redhead that has twins in it, apparently. That has twins in it? Okay, so they'd just be like, they'd be like, no pubes at all. Mm-hmm. That would be their version of the that. The National, they have twins, apparently. The National has twins? I yeah. Look, I looked up what are the best best bands with twins, and they would be okay, so their, says the National their version of that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, their version of that band is incorporated in international waters mm-hmm. to avoid taxes. Sure. <laughs> Clap your hands and say, hey, yeah, they have twins, apparently. Um, get, uh, poke your friend, say no. Nah. <laughs> um, we invented Facebook. I'm not. Yeah, I, that's, that should just be the name of their band, right? <laughs> what if they were like Trace Compasinos? What? Mm-hmm. Sue us. They do like suing people. That that's more their accomplishment than anything else. Oh, I know what the name of their court. band should be, Sean. What is it? Jenny Lewis and the Winklevoss twins. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> um... uh, also, I just wanted to mention this because this is a fact I learned. Uh, <laughs> one of their many lawsuits uh, was uh, they sued Treats with an exclamation point. You might not have heard of Tweets, but it's a porno mag oh, great. that uh, they were early investors in, and then they. Sued the publisher of Treats in court. Rich rich people rule. I love it. I love it. They're so cool. We're going to check out their band. Uh, Hopefully, look, they're in New York City. Mm -hmm. The Straight Shots in New York City. Yeah, well, that was, I was going to (laughs) say, are they better or worse than J.D. in the It's hard for me to say that someone's going to be worse than J.D. in the Straight Shot, Joey. Mm -hmm. I mean, we do have to have another al- uh, another album review episode. Oh my here god, that's soon. right, because they have a discography. Yeah. <laughs> um, Are we going to bring in our same experts, or do you have some other? I don't well, know. We'll, we'll figure it we, out. We'll, we'll, let's not give it away yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sean, um, we have an apology. Oh, I don't yeah, have this... an apology drop, but I do have a correction drop. Should I pr- play the yeah, correction drop? Yeah, play the correction drop. drop. That's, that's, yeah. It's so rare that we get to use it, because we're always right. Look, I know that Sean and Joey seem like they're incapable of making mistakes. We do. But it's not true. Even gods make mistakes, which Sean and Joey definitely are. They made me say that. So here is a correction. That's right. We're doing corrections now. Everyone does whoopsie sometimes. Well, not me, because I'm a robot. Here's a correction. All right, Sean, what's uh, what's our apology here? Well, I I okay. This is my fault. You were you were out of town. I accidentally did this. I 
I said we, but it's me. I accidentally sent an email about our integration process, mm -hmm. and yeah. it went out to a lot of people, like yeah. listeners, uh, NBA people, my media mailing list, um, everybody who invested in Slamson Corp, uh, and then you know all the friends that I got on the hacked list of Robin Lopez's Facebook account. Um, Brooke Lopez sent us a response mm -hmm. at halftime, and it yeah, just said, that what is this? I felt. I felt terrible. It wasn't supposed to go out. It's an email about our integration process. Uh, we were trying to fold in, slammed up our podcast within a podcast within the regular uh, Round Ball Rock podcast Matic universe. Uh, we're truly sorry. These emails will not continue. You can just delete them. Uh, the integration process is done, and uh, we are required to ask you to watch uh, Mayor of Easttown. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, um, yeah, sorry about that, everybody. Uh, great. Uh, Sean. Can I play you a little clip now before we get to our second story? Yeah, sure. A, a virus cheating us of this opportunities. It's the guys making decisions saying, no, no, we're too scared. We're going to shut everything down. Sit in your house and be careful. My kids and my grandkids hearing these things and accepting them as truth. And when I know by my significant amount of research that it isn't, and it's very frustrating. Well, what is that? That was John Stockton in a uh, anti-vaxxer documentary. <laughs> does that does that just feel like like how did that come out today? Like what? They were like, hey, well, you know, Utah Jazz have an elimination game. <laughs> like Better. it's hot right now. Let's see what this sixty-year-old man has to say. Here's the about part. the pandemic. It isn't, and it's very frustrating. Okay, wrong part. This part here significant amount of research that it isn't his significant amount of research Sean. Mm -hmm. living in spokane washington uh -huh. and being uh basically legally forbidden to leave the house mm -hmm. where do you think this research took place joey uh i'm gonna guess facebook i think it was facebook i'm pretty sure it was <laughs> facebook uh <laughs> It's weird because also the way that is shot, and I mean, we have just seen the trailer. We know it's a nine-part series. Um, we'll be reviewing each of the nine parts. No, for we will Obviously, not. We no, have. we will not. Uh, I feel bad enough having give the, given these people a, a click at all. So can I can I tell you just some of the people that? Okay, so the trailer starts with a guy named uh, Doctor Ben Tapper. Oh, Jake's uh, brother. They, Jake's brother. Uh, they <laughs> reveal that he's actually a chiropractor. Uh, at Wellness Point. I thought he had Conor McGregor's hair and a peninsula for a beard. I think that sounds right, yeah. Okay, um, there's a guy named Brian Hooker, who's apparently a famous anti-vaxxer. I just thought it was funny uh -huh. that his name was Brian Hooker. Um, there's a guy who's the founder of thedr.com, which is not uh, the website for the Dominican Republic. Mm -hmm. It is a holistic medicine site. Sure. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is quoted there. Of um just continuing his dad's legacy. Uh, he just, he didn't want anyone to get shot. You know what I mean? Uh, and then there's a guy named Del Bigtree, which is one of the funniest names I've ever heard. Mm -hmm. um, he is listed as a TV producer because he uh, was a field producer on a couple episodes of Dr. Phil. Great. Uh, he also made the famous uh, documentary that captivated people from Jenny McCarthy, all the way to Jim Carrey, about how uh, vaccines give you autism. Uh, he's also famous for wearing a Star of David at anti-vaxxer events uh, because people who are unvaccinated uh, obviously are treated uh, 
like the Jews before the Holocaust, mm-hmm. apparently. Yep. Um, also, the collection of haircuts is insane. Mm-hmm. Like, all of them look like Tim Heidecker wigs. Right. The whole yeah, like, thing has, feels like a, an HEI uh, yeah. Tim Heidecker production, in fact. Uh-huh. Even the uh, faces John Stockton is making into his webcam. Yeah. Um, it's so low budget that at first I was like, I'm not even sure John Stockton consented to be mm-hmm. in this. Like, like they might have just hacked his webcam when he was just talking to a friend. Like, one of those people that was like, maybe we can catch him masturbating and blackmailing. But I don't think John Stockton masturbates. He's too controlled. You well, know what I mean? Can I read you a quote from him? from oh, the please. website. Yes, uh, please. This is not in the trailer, but this is uh-huh. a quote from me. I, Why are they burying the lead? Um, <laughs> one of the things that sticks in my head is losing someone like Steph Curry to basketball would be a crime. I just think what a disappointment to this world it would be if that guy didn't become who he is. So I wonder who we are missing out on right now. That's about <laughs> abortion, right? Is this also a documentary about abortion? It has to abortion? be about abortion. Like, 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 what? I mean, does he think that the vaccine would have made Steph Curry unable to play basketball anymore? I have no idea. I don't under. Look, I'm not understand. Again, it is not clear. Um, now he's done a lot of research. He's probably done more Facebook research than me. Um, but also. I wonder what we're who we are missing out on right now. Like it's clearly a quote about abortion, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yeah. So it's only mildly racist that he's like, "Yeah, that black guy would have been aborted," <laughs> I mean, and not like remembering that he played with Steph Curry's dad. Or here's I don't. Here's what I think. Uh, uh-huh. Look, I also would be sad if Steph Curry didn't exist, mainly because yeah. it would mean. Whole- it's coming back, uh, and it definitely wouldn't be three D and two D like it is. This. <laughs> uh, you know what I learned about Holy Moly? What did you learn about Holy Moly? The exact same spot as Wipeout. Of course. I mean, like it's not a surprise, <laughs> but but they were like, no, same same thing, and uh, they rebuild a lot of the holes, but the classics they stay up like year round. Mm-hmm. The Santa Clarita Valley uh, at two in the morning when mm-hmm. they film. Holy moly. Great. And uh, people's families come and the children are almost always on the brink of tears because it's so late at night. Uh, Here's my question about this John Stockton thing. Yeah. Is he taking one from for the, from, uh, for Carl Malone here? Because people had started printing articles about Carl, how Carl Malone was a bad guy again. Right. It's like he's uh, he's but well, I think he's saying two things. He's first trying to distract people from his good friend Carl Malone. This is another in a lifetime of assists. Mm-hmm. But also he's he's congratulating Carl Malone on uh convincing the teenager he raped to carry her baby to term. Mm-hmm. And that's that's nice, you know. That was a rough one. I'm sorry. That's Carl Malone's a bad guy. He's yeah. a really terrible guy. Uh yeah, that's a that's a, that's a critique of Carl Malone, but also of uh John, oh, John Stock- Stockton. Yeah, yeah. Crazy conservative Catholic anti-abortionist. Uh-huh. Um Anyway, uh, I am glad uh, Sharunis Marshallonis' son is going to St. Mary's instead of fucking uh, Gonzaga. So yeah, fuck that, you, so John here's Stockton. The thing. <laughs> I don't think you need to reevaluate his career. I think you do need to reevaluate his role as a Gonzaga booster supreme. <laughs> like, like, get that guy out of, oh, oh Except- he likes to open the gym and he's a real jerk when he 
plays pickup basketball with 18-year-olds. Except, Sean, Gonzaga is a Jesuit unit. They're probably super into this, you know? Oh, yeah, I'm I'm just saying <laughs> there was like a celebratory article about what a good recruiter John Stockton was. I'm like, let's just stop pretending that Gonzaga's good. Look, you I know what flew- I mean? Like, like, I, like, I mean, obviously the leadership of John Stockton means that they can make it to the final and then choke their guts out at the end. Like, obviously that's going to happen with the influence of John Stockton to your program that you're like, wow, there are a lot of white guys and they can, they can make it all the way to the end, mm-hmm. but uh, they're never going to win a title. Uh, I was on a flight with Mark Few to Spokane. Oh my God. This month from Los uh-huh. Angeles to Spokane. Uh-huh. Uh, he was wearing a mask. So good, good on him. Most of the people in Spokane were, um, but Canadian tuxedo, Sean. Oh my God! Really, full jeans and a jean denim. Jacket. Yeah, I mean that. Don't... I thought it was Skip Bayless at first, but then I was <laughs> like, "Oh, that's Mark Few. We're flying to Spokane." Um... <laughs> yeah, he has that look of a guy who's like always sunburned and out of breath. Yeah, like angry because um... he's only eaten steamed broccoli for. <laughs> um, Sean, while we're talking about creeps and the jazz. Uh, did yeah. you have a uh, something you wanted to say about Quinn Snyder's behavior oh, this yeah. week? So I'm a I'm a big uh the main thing I monitor in the NBA, the thing I would say that I'm truly an expert in is uh Quinn Snyder's post-game press conferences. I would say where yeah, he he blinks favorite. like a goddamn alien. And after the game five loss, um I don't even understand how he was blinking so fast. There were moments uh I posted a 12 second clip on Twitter, I think he blinks 22 times. And then... I, yeah, go I ahead. watched it and see... I, it's funny you get Alien out of his blinking there, because to me, I was like, is he hooked up to a polygraph? Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he like blinks way more when they lose, too, which is weird. It, um, it's because he's a nervous liar, uh-huh. and I am now convinced... Well, he has he is in a gone girl situation. That is well, something I, else. Something <laughs> is happening behind the scenes uh-huh. that he feels the need to lie about constantly. Uh-huh. Uh, that's my take on Quinn Snyder now. Well, it, it holds up because when he's not blinking, he is often staring at the at like the table in front of him, which is like a classic lie tell. Mm-hmm. And there's a there are points in this. I I filmed it for 48 seconds, and I think he blinked 240 times. Um, where he's looking down, like at as if he's looking at notes. His eyes appear to be closed, and the eyelids are still like he's somehow blinking with his eyes closed. I've never seen it before. Yeah. Um. It's like what do you do, Quinn? Thing. Quinn, where is she? <laughs> Where'd you put her, Quinn? Quinn, where is she? Where'd you take her? Um, uh, speaking of liars, Sean. Yes. You know what you need to lie a lot to do? What's that? Become a professional gambler or appear oh. on the Bill Simmons oh. podcast. We've got to talk about Harala Bob. Oh, it's this is time. So... Hold God on. Damn, this is a good story. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. That's right. The Dallas Mavericks are in trouble. Somebody is sweating. 
This Shark Tank theme song I, I uh, downloaded, it only loops the one part. Hey, Sharks, I'm a professional gambler who once appeared on the Bill Simmons podcast, and I'm here to ruin your fucking franchise. <laughs> and all I ask for is 10% of the entire place and to tell Luka Doncic to fuck off. Sean, you got uh, way into this. Why don't you run? Why okay. don't you run us through exactly what happened? Beat okay. by beat. Here we go. Okay, oh, so wait, this hold is on. a. I mentioned Bill Simmons twice. We got. Oh yeah, sorry. Yep. We have to. We have to. I believe in the four point line. I believe soup is the perfect food. Um. All right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now go um, ahead. <laughs> I uh. So so this is uh. This is a story about professional gambler. Canadian uh, real estate heir Bill Simmons BFF and crypto. They want to know what I believe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Haralabos Bob Vulgaris. Uh, I became aware of him because of the Bill Simmons podcast. Interesting Twitter follow. It as in like a lot of Twitter people. He was like very snarky about he basketball. Would be like, let me tell you something, Bill. Doc Rivers is the dumbest piece of shit I've ever seen in my uh-huh. life. <laughs> or things like and, uh, Clay Thompson's a dime of a, a dime a dozen. You need to lock in a oh, guy I like Kevin Love forever. Um, and then Bill Simmons would be like, "Here's what I'll tell you. Uh, I'm going to tell Mike Love play basketball. <laughs> Clay Thompson, eh." <laughs> Go ahead. Yep. Yep. Um, okay. So he um, had been. Okay, all this information about him being a successful gambler just comes from him. So here's he that's he, another thing. A friend of ours who I yeah. think probably wouldn't want us to name him because he's a weirdo. Yes. Right. <laughs> um, follows is like weirdly on like message boards and shit, and like mm-hmm. is like sort of knows like big time gamblers. And yes. anytime Haralobob would come up, they would say, I don't know who the fuck this guy is. He is lying about yes. how much he gambled. There are stories about him betting a million dollars on games and how he did very well following uh, the tendencies of coaches. Now, well, the part I believe... used to claim mm-hmm. that he made a lot of money because he could tell... Uh, Oh, what's his face? Scott Foster's friend. Um, oh, Tim Donaghy. Tim Donaghy was uh, fixing games based on looking at stats. Yeah. Now the thing that <laughs> the thing that I find believable is that he claims he would bet um, second half overs a lot because there wasn't that much of a volume on NBA gambling in terms of point spreads by half, and they would occasionally just cut the over under total in half. Mm-hmm. And he would bet the second half because it had more. Now, that's somewhat believable to me. I just, there's no reason to trust any of it that he made millions of dollars. Like, because his father is very rich. Mm-hmm. Like, he would just be very rich. Anyway. Doing nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he <laughs> bought a lot of courtside seats and stuff. And he talked about being a gambler and said he had a proprietary gambling system. But again, this is all self-reported. And again, mm-hmm. maybe he's an incredibly great sports genius and here's the other thing about him Uh uh-huh i would say uh haralabob has a uh a very 2005 
vibe to him. Like, there's like sort of a pickup artist thing going on and mm-hmm. sort of mm-hmm. an online poker player. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I do, be- I do believe that he was a successful poker player. Like, that makes sense to me, that he he's, like, played in the World Series of Poker. Like, oh, like, why is it because he got Donnie Nelson and Rick Carlisle to quit their jobs? Well, well, well don't, going don't all jump ahead. In, baby. Don't jump ahead. Um, but that's more realistic to me than he had some crazy sports gambling system, because most sports gambling systems end with, like, the end of Uncut Gems, basically. Another thing I want to point out. Uh-huh tweeted out the weird my entire life do you remember this no not at all i mean he may have blocked me by then he did block me it was it's a youtube channel where a man takes uh jordan peterson clips and joe rogan clips and puts them to chill wave music do you remember this i kind of don't but i completely but like those are i mean that's like the mount rushmore of his thing Uh uh-huh like he is like he's like crypto gambling, mm-hmm. uh, Rogan. <laughs> like uh, Vegas is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and he's okay. So grow up now. He he did block me on Twitter because he uh, posted something about uh, the how like the sometimes when you're trying to buy courtside seats. They didn't let you know that sometimes your courtside seats were mm-hmm. too far down and close to the basket. Sure. And I quote tweeted him and said, the Dallas Mavericks, ladies and gentlemen, that he blocked me after mm-hmm. that. So yeah, that's that what, sounds right. Yeah, it sounded, it's a fair block. I mean, it wasn't that bad, but no, I mean, no, why not? I mean, I'd, I might block me for that, too. OK, so uh, 2013 shifts away from um, gambling. Gets more into self-promotion, starts going on podcasts, starts mm-hmm. tweeting about basketball, starts buying um, good tickets to see the games. Uh, because of this, and because of his like immense bro energy, mm-hmm. Mark Cuban hired him as the Director of Quantitative Research and Development in 2018. And according... Wait, hold on. Keep going. <laughs> uh... And now he is possibly the shadow GM of the Dallas Mavericks. All right, uh, I have this Jordan Peterson song real quick. Here. Hopefully, uh, yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> get, get she song. wants to grow up and have kids and have a life. She accepts her mortality. She accepts her maturity. Peter Pan has to content himself with Tinkerbell. She doesn't even exist. She's like, she's like, she's like the fairy of porn. She doesn't exist. <laughs> anyway, her all about. Oh my God! That out one time. Uh, <laughs> I, I I'm gonna listen to it. Oh my god! All it's right, called well. uh, Jordan Peterson Sacrifice. <laughs> uh, genre the man calls it is a meaning wave. It's uh, it's amazing that this guy has millions of adherents uh, based on like misunderstanding children's stories, like ones yeah. that children understand. And he's like, no, Tinkerbell represents. <laughs> online pornography and they're like are you talking about you dude and he's like no this is all men all men want to fuck a fairy that's what you want to do that's anyway get. Back, okay back to um, Bob. okay so here's why he he's a fascinating figure i would talk about him for hours but uh what happened this week is monday um Tim Cato of The Athletic, Mavs writer. Very good Couples. reporter. I love Tim Cato. Tim Cato's right. The Tim Mavs Cato? have some of my favorite beat writers. Tim Cato. Oh, yeah. Uh, Band McMahon. I can't believe I've never been to Texas when I when I hear... Mike Pellucci. I, 
Oh, Pelucci. The, good luck in your new job, Pelucci. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be great. Uh, okay. So Tim Cato of The Athletic published a story about how Perelabob has essentially approved and recommended all of the transactions since he was hired, and that includes giving Coach Rick Carlisle starting lineups and rotations, which is interesting because one of the criticisms of Rick Carlisle in the last couple of years is that his rotations are uh, too inflexible mm-hmm. and that he doesn't work guys into the lineup. Uh, here are some here are some tidbits from the article. Uh, at the draft, uh, much of the scouting department was on Zoom. Haralbov was present in person. He ignored the scouting department to draft Josh Green mm-hmm. and Tyrell Terry from yeah, Stanford. You know who they wanted to take the scouting department. Uh, Sadiq, Sadiq Bay. Bay. Yeah, yeah, Sadiq yeah, Bay, yeah. who would have uh, been really uh, helped them. He would have been great. Um, those guys played. Uh, Josh Green played 39 <laughs> of the 72 games. I think he averaged 11 minutes in those games, and Tyrell Terry played 56 minutes total that season. Would uh, like a single useful player have been helpful? Maybe I don't know. Um, so apparently, he, according to this article, he supported and approved all transactions. That includes the Porzingis trade, the Josh Richardson trade, and the JJ Redick trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, People essentially thought that the Mavs had two general managers, uh, Haralbob and Don, with two N's, Nelson, the straighted son of Donnie Ar- Nelson. the greatest American in history. Yep. Don Nelson. Mm-hmm. Um, the godfather of this podcast. Yes. Uh, and I would say uh, our friend Henry Abbott said that uh, in his mind, the Mavs actually had three GMs from his uh, reporting is that. They also had Mark Cuban mm-hmm. uh, being involved in everything. Uh, Henry and well, I agree. Well, hold on. Yeah. When he yeah. wasn't um, doing this or getting uh, uh, getting extra plastic surgery. Yes, to, yes. Uh, uh, you know, he also when he wasn't getting his fillers form. in his forehead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, he, he still looks pretty young, right, Joey? Oh, yeah. Like it, it, it was, looks cool. It looks cool that he's six years old. Look he looks sort like of like an overinflated balloon at all. No, it's uh, it's cool. It's cool and young looking, Joey. It's hip. Yeah, yeah. It I helps mean, him relate to the players. That's why they get so many free. I age. also who doesn't love a man in his? Well, hold on. Actually, I'm going to ask you a question, Sean. Yes, because Mark Cuban falls in this genre of people. Yes. Okay. Is there some rule that if you're a man in your fifties? On a reality show, you have to wear a really tight black T-shirt all the time because he does it. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's ill-fitting. He does it. Gordon Ramsay does it. Simon I, Cowell does it. Was Gervais Simon Cowell does the, it. Yeah. Was Simon Cowell the pioneer? Louis C.K. does it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not on a reality show. His life is a reality show. You know what I mean? Like, Louis, that's, that's pretty much his life. Um, It is a weird thing because... I've heard that, like, fashion people do it, but when a man, like, in his 50s does it, it's always like, I'm worried I'm fat. Like, (laughs) I think Mark Cuban actually thinks that people are like, oh, there's no way that guy's 62. Oh, see, I think he wears it. I think he (laughs) You could bounce a quarter off that face. (laughs) That's a normal color for a 62-year-old man. Look, he's he's in great shape. Uh, more um, importantly, though, what has Haralabob done, Sean? There's a really important thing he's fucking up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I, I do want to say that um, one thing about Mark Cuban is his, like, 
pretending he wasn't involved when oh, it came Nancy, to all these yeah, yeah, scandals yeah. is bullshit. absolutely bullshit because he can't he can't let anything pass without inserting mm-hmm. himself in it. So like yeah, there was a guy who was like jacking off in front of female employees. Like he didn't know about that. Like, come on now. Yeah. Um, okay. Just tolerate definitely sexual he's definitely sexual malfeasance tolerant. Well, and then we'll don't say. forget about his own Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he got own, accused. Of, uh, he used uh, Kevin Love as an alibi yeah. for a sexual assault charge in Portland. Uh, and uh, you know what Bill Simmons said? I'll be uh, telling my grandkids about Kevin Love, <laughs> about how he covered for Mark. Um, all right. Go Bill ahead. Simmons this week also said that the uh, the problems in the Mavericks ownership were overblown. So, um, yeah, oh, yeah. okay. So the other thing that <laughs> that Horalabab did, probably the most important thing, is that he pissed off Luka Doncic. Yeah, now, yeah, great. Very so cool. Horalabab apparently sits with an open laptop at every Mavs game directly across from <laughs> the bench. I mean, like, like what a terror. Like, you're in a courtside seat. At, oh, oh it makes me so bad. It, like, sitting next to Jerry Jones, and he's like, hey, could you plug this in for me? Yeah, so, oh, I got a, I got a source. Uh, hey, by the way, I got a, hor- I got a horse that I like. I, have you heard of Vivian? Have you heard a Doge going? Excuse me, excuse me. Just punches him. Excuse me, Kate Upton and Justin Verlander. Why am I doing Bill Simmons? Um, (laughs) Uh, Hey, it's me, Haralba. Another Dallas. Oh, Tony Romo, you came to the game. That's great. Um, Do you happen to have a flash drive on you? You know what voice you were sort of doing there? What was that? It's, you sounded sort of like Carson and Haralabob Vulgaris would absolutely. Yeah, Haralabob Vulgaris. <laughs> like, and then the, cre- the yeah, okay. Uh, Kreskin. Um, so, so during that game when Did he's sitting with a laptop. Kreskin? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a Kreskin thing you go. Haralabob Vulgaris. And then you're like, oh, what is that? It's all Greek to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. I can't, can't improvise a Kreskin. Okay. Not Kreskin, Karnak. Jesus. Okay. Um, okay. Anyway, so, Luka Doncic was pissed Luka Doncic. He's sitting, he's sitting with his laptop. Which so I, I would be pissed if I was playing a basketball game. Oh. If I was a, if I was like, like, look, Luka Doncic is basically a child prodigy at this point, right? Like. Yeah, I mean, it was like a. I mean, he essentially did the basketball version of going to medical school at 13. Right. He's like, uh, and like, I'm sure fucking, uh, Beethoven would be pissed if he looked over and you were, he, while writing a symphony and this fucking pickup artist nerd was on a laptop. Yeah, I had a laptop. is like, mm, uh, you know, I've been analyzing the number of arpeggios. G major, yeah. So he motioned to Luca to calm down with his hands, like he did, like a, like he he lowered the roof basically with his hands, and Luca was so mad. Um, and then at a Knicks game this year, uh, there was about a minute left, and uh, the Mavs were down ten, and Haralabob uh got up and left, and it was very obvious because he had to close his laptop, um, which had been open all game, and Lucas saw it and was, like, furious, and after that, Haralbub did not attend another game that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, according to uh, 
another Dallas basketball writing legend, Tim Band McMahon. Luca yelled at Rick Carlisle in the middle of a game once, who's in charge? You're Bob. Boy. Yeah. Okay, so, so that article, this comes out. <laughs> this comes out on Monday, and uh, our Manbro investor and sexual harassment supporter, Mark Cuban, quote tweeted the article and added, total bullshit. Mm-hmm. On Tuesday, but then what happened? Well, on Tuesday, Bill Simmons said that the uh, problems in the Mavericks front office were actually really overblown. Mm-hmm. And then on Wednesday... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Ryan, uh, I just think it's a... Uh, I, uh, I just think there's a... Uh, it's, it's really overblown. I mean, Luca's perfect. Haralabob is perfect. Sure. Uh, I believe in the four-point line. <laughs> I believe in the four-point line. Soup sure. is the perfect food. Sure, sure. I mean, I'm I'm no supporter of sexual harassment, but I'm, I'm at the gym with my guys uh, recently, and uh, this guy's air-drying his balls. He turned around. It's Haralobos vulgaris. And I said, hey, man, uh, are you really pissing off Luka Doncic with that? And he said, no. And I, I believe it. I believe it. And that's why I vote for tax reasons. That's almost... That's my Ryan Russillo impression. Thank you. almost Nate Duncan. You. you fell into Nate Duncan Nate there. Nate went into Nate bit. Duncan, unfortunately. <laughs> it's uh, just... It's too... There's something about that alpha energy. I'm like, I'm gonna go more alpha all the way to Duncan. Okay. Um, so, uh, since then, on Wednesday, Don Nelson, the longtime GM, and the team mutually agreed to part ways. And now, again, son of the greatest man alive. Son of the greatest man alive. Now, one important thing to know about this is his father was in litigation with Mark Cuban for years. That did not affect his employment one bit. But and you uh, know why? This because like his crypto- dad is so cool. Yeah. He was like, you should keep that job. Son. Yeah, keep that job, buddy. I don't care. <laughs> this is between me and Mark. And yet, and yet, this cryptocurrency magician, um, and I mean magician in the most pejorative sense possible. Every negative thing you're thinking about a magician, I'm saying right now. Uh, so he and the team agreed to mutually agreed to part ways. And today, uh, Coach Rick Carlisle resigned after 13 years with the team. I got to say, Joey, might not have been total bullshit. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say it was uh, probably really true. Probably, probably uh, well-sourced. Don't forget, Luka Doncic also had a press conference in Slovenia mm-hmm. uh, where he was complaining about Don Nelson, Donnie Nelson quitting. Uh-huh. Uh, he didn't like it? he's been friends with him since he was 12 years old or something. <laughs> yeah, because uh, one thing that, that... Okay, so it's very easy to critique a GM based on like his signings and his trades. And those are important, but also there is, there's a big part of the job that is just managing relationships. And another big part of the job is just your personal context. Mm -hmm. Like Don Nelson, Don, Don Nelson has been scouting in Europe since 1987. He was like the first guy. Like before the fall of communism, he was there scouting Lithuanian players. Like the, I just think he, he coached has access. the famous Grateful Dead team. Oh, yeah, he coached that team yeah. in 92. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so those people have all been alienated and a, uh, like, a sentient pickup artist, like a like a mm-hmm. can of Axe body spray with a really nice uh, Excel program, mm-hmm. appears to be in charge 
of the organization. By the way, Haralobos added Head Collector to his Twitter yeah, very bio cool. uh, this very week, cool. too. Uh, one thing I want to mention. What would Jordan um, Peterson say about him adding Head Collector ooh, to that's his a good, Twitter bio? <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, head Collector. It's, it's reminiscent of... Jack and the Beanstalk, where he cuts off the giant's head after he falls down the beanstalk. And the beanstalk, of course, is Jack's anxiety with his new erections and the heart. <laughs> All right, keep going. <laughs> what else happened okay. to Mark Cuban, though? Something very funny happened. Something very that funny day. because, okay, so Harold used to tweet about basketball. Since he's employed with the Mavs, it is basically uh, stuff about his dog. And then tweets about cryptocurrency, which apparently isn't a conflict because the Mavs accept cryptocurrency for everything now. And Mark Cuban is uh, basically financially supporting. I tried to check this out with our our friends at the Fake Money podcast. They knew a little bit about it. They They didn't really know what I was talking about. I saw you're in too deep. Pull out. I I somehow (laughs) got deeper into it than our friends who do a cryptocurrency (laughs) podcast. Um, So essentially, there is a altcoin. So, like, you've got your Bitcoin, and then you have your alternative coins, which are you. You still, it you, you can still mine them in the same way. They're still essentially just uh, a series of math equations that are solved at a. Uh, what they do is it's a store of value that a computer solves a lot of math problems and destroys the ozone layer. I believe that's how <laughs> it works. The value comes from uh, every day you hasten. Uh, the heat death of the earth, it it adds in value. Um, sorry, th- this coin called Titan uh, was basically financially supported by, by Mark, Mark Cuban. Cuban. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't totally understand what uh, the idea of a peg is, but basically it is an alt currency that was tied to another alt currency. And when investors started bailing on this coin called Titan, uh, because there was another coin that was pegged to it, there became an instant arbitrage opportunity where you could essentially just sell this Titan coin and get more of another coin. Mm-hmm. And it plummeted from being worth $60 to being worth like one ten thousandth of a cent. Yeah. yeah. Like, like an incredible loss. Like now you don't know how much he had invested in it, but clearly it was a bad week for Mark Cuban. Mm-hmm. Um, I also learned this. This is not necessarily relevant to what had happened, but I was looking into uh, Mark Cuban's biggest Shark Tank investments, and uh, the best, the biggest thing he invested in. I don't know why I'm laughing so much about this, but I just find it so funny. Um, he invested two million dollars. Oh no, no, it's not. Hold on, let me find this real quickly. It oh, was a Shark Tank. Right? The Haunted Hayride yeah, yeah. Company. I've seen that and, episode. It's a really good episode of a Shark Tank. Yeah. And so, uh, okay. So it's called 1031 Productions. And mm-hmm. they they launched the Haunted Hayride in Los Angeles. And Mark Cuban invested $2 million, which I think is the most he's ever invested on the show. They were very successful at first until they made a Haunted Hayride in New York where a smoke machine fell on a patron. Mm-hmm. And uh, gave her debilitating injuries, and uh, they lost a massive lawsuit, which happened uh, in 1031 being purchased. Uh, wow, I, I can't believe Mark Cuban was invested in something that uh, injured a woman. 
Injured a woman wow. and was dangerous and money losing. The thing about Mark Cuban being known as a uh, really good investor is that he has like about one and a half billion less than he did back in 1999 when he sold his company. Like his net worth is like a million and a half less than the sale price of his bullshit fake internet sure. radio company in the late 90s. Now, maybe some of that was due to losses from Yahoo stock, but this is not a guy who is like succeeding in his investments despite two decades of pretending he's good at it. Like, I mean, I know I use Ice Rocket as my search engine all the time, right, Joey? Uh, Cyberdust is how Cyberdust. I send all my dick pics. Uh-huh, yeah, they, they disappear right away. And a lot of these companies, you're like, wait, why, why did you invest so heavily in, like, a an image, a, a web image searching thing that doesn't track you at all? Yeah, why, why, like, you're, anyway, it's all... Things that have nefarious behavior, like, oh, the haunted hayride. Yeah, you could, you could like, get drunk with a woman there, right? And he's, like, $2 million. Um, uh, anyway, what's the name of the uh, search form hire, he hired to find the new head of basketball ops? Uh, they, it involves sportsology. I think it's just called sportsology. It's just called sportsology. Uh, and they're and they're they're gonna find him a new president of basketball operations and now a new coach. Sean, uh, question for you: How do we start one of these fake firms? Oh my that god! That hire coaches, quote unquote, hire coaches. I mean, I think. And I what think should we just, call it? Why don't we just meet Warren Legary at summer league and like buy him a beer? That but seems I mean, to be. I, I think we. I think we can do it. Bootstrap it on our own. You oh, know. Oh, just, just. Well, you know, I do live close to Silicon the weird Valley. training. Well, no, I was going to say the weird training facility where the uh, the G League team trains. <laughs> I mean, the, the what is it called? The elite team. Ignite. Ignite. Yeah. Yeah. Ignite plays like. Well, I mean, in theory, we'll play like ten minutes from where I live right now. Um, and the great thing about uh, the sportsology firm is that uh, there there was an article about them in The Ringer about two months ago. And the whole lead is about um, uh, how Vivek used them. And like that's the that's the selling point that he went to this Which British time? guy named Mike Ford. No, this is last year. <laughs> Oh, and good. that, okay, so this, and that this, they this decided they were going to fire an assistant coach. But like, that's the selling point that you convinced Vivek <laughs> to hire a GM. Like, that could be a con artist. Well, uh, speaking of Vivek, <laughs> uh huh. Do you know what Rick Carlisle did this week? <laughs> no, what did it do? Do you know that Luke Walton, also speaking of another uh, bad man. Uh, is now the tenth longest tenured coach in the NBA. <laughs> well, he is the second most successful coach, winning percentage-wise in Sacramento Kings history. Too, it's also not even that close. Uh, I'll tell you. I thought it would be. I thought he'd be scrambling. Nope, Rick Adelman way ahead of him. He's comfortably in second place. So our friend John Wilms. Yes. John, Called Mark Cuban willing to risk the entire franchise he's built here mm -hmm. uh, to hang out with his crypto bro. Yeah, I think he said specifically on the on the excellent Turtle Pond Hangout 
podcast by our friend Corbin. The he, he said it was incredible dude's rock energy. Dude's rock energy, which which appears to be the case. It's like he likes hanging out with, with this Varela dude who Bob tells so him about much. crypto and like tells him about girls he's dating and like has a computer that that like kind of validates things that Cuban already wanted to hear. And he thinks this guy is so cool that he's destroying his own organization. So what because, I want to do here real yeah, quick is yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to form a uh, search firm for okay. Mark Cuban here real quick called okay. Dudes Rockology. Dudes Rockology. Okay, um, Dudes Rock. Yeah, yeah. Let's come up with a couple of people the Mavs should hire. Okay. Um, uh, why don't you my, go first? My first thought is uh, Logan Paul. Oh, excellent. Yeah, the yeah, prize yeah. fighter, prankster. Mm-hmm. He's young. He, I'm sure he has some investment in crypto. Mm-hmm. Knows how to talk to people. Knows how to get things done. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he's a fighter. You want a fighter in your front office. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he should hire a poster of Heath Ledger's The Joker. Ooh, that, that would be good. That would yeah, inspire yeah. <laughs> a lot of respect. The young guys will be into that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I'm thinking of, uh, John Michael Caruso, the Crypto King. You might know him as the K-R-Y-P plus sign zero K, capital K exclamation point N-G. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like the king of Scottsdale for a while, and then it turned out he was... Uh, stealing lots and lots of money. Um, there is now there is a great article on the Phoenix New Times about his fall, and there is a much funnier article from Cigar Aficionado magazine from about six months earlier, before uh, all the federal indictments and when he was incarcerated. That was like, this guy's so cool. He's got these bodyguards. He's got so much crypto on this flash drive. Uh, <laughs> it is really good. It's a uh, I, I will say it's the best piece of investigative journalism I've ever read <laughs> from Cigar Aficionado magazine. <laughs> um, I think he should hire the beach bum. Oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah. Not Matthew McConaughey, even though he is in Texas. Uh-huh. I think it should be Matthew McConaughey in full beach bum character running the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, oh, the the it's a Harmony Corrine movie, yes, right? Yes, 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 yeah. I've definitely seen it. Um, <laughs> Moondog. Yeah, no. Where he He's plays Moondog. Moondog. Yeah. <laughs> he plays Moondog. We all know him. You love him. The beach him. bum. Moondog, the beach boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's my next suggestion. Danny Ainge. <laughs> Danny Ainge. <laughs> Some guys will mortgage the future to uh, put a winner around him. Nope. Danny Ainge won't trade anybody unless... A family member dies, <laughs> or be or becomes terminally ill. Let's be fair, or they suffer a debilitating injury. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, my next, I I would uh, propose the chain smokers. Oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hey, right? Is that yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Hey. <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna make another uh, Dallas based suggestion: mm-hmm. the butthole surfers. Sure. They're they're familiar with a, a dispute with I, uh, a boss that won't pay them the money they're owed. Um, I think and they're I, a I little think... too smart for Cuban and uh, <laughs> they're a little too brutal. A little yeah, too weird. A little too smart for uh, Cuban and Harala Bob. He's like, yeah, we're all in love with dying in this organization. <laughs> and then finally, of course, the dude's rockinest man of all. He just moved to Austin. Joe Rogan. Oh, that's the correct choice. <laughs> Joe Rogan, 
president of ba- basketball operations ever on the team starts doing DMT and getting testosterone <laughs> replacement therapy, they'll ma- we'll make it legal in the CBA. And uh, every time the key is when they start complaining to the ref about calls, they just have to be like, I'm just, I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions here. And then like, um, there's He's a lot gonna of have to lose three courtside seats though, so uh-huh. you can put the deprivation tank next mm-hmm. to where Harumph sits with his laptop. Right, right. <laughs> and uh, also, you're gonna have to legalize vaping in the crowd, <laughs> right? Uh huh. Yep. And no, no sales tax on purchases in the American Airlines Center because taxations, fucking theft, bro. <laughs> Um, also, uh, Elon Musk. All right, let's keep going. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's like memes rock, though, actually. Oh, yeah. That's, he's... that's not really. That's Elon not... is like too weird for Mark. He would also hate Mark Cuban. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, let's get to some more, some more turmoil before we get oh, yeah. to the yeah, 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 yeah. Um, all right. Scotty Brooks got fired, Sean. Yeah. Now, technically, this is, as George Carl would say, technically not a firing because his contract was up and they mutually agreed to part ways. My guess is uh, tried to get Scotty Brooks to take a little bit of a pay cut or maybe a two year deal. That's my guess, because they didn't they didn't get rid of him right away. So there was there was like some negotiation. I think this kind of sucks. Like, (laughs) I mean, Sure, you're allowed to fire Scotty Brooks. He's like yeah, yeah, the yeah. most fireable coach in the league. You know, he's like, uh-huh. he's like your ex- he's like, you know, when analytics guys always talk about replacement players, uh, and their value. Like it's there's always some like, you know, like in baseball it would be value over replacement players. Scotty Brooks mm-hmm. is like replacement coach. He's like. A yeah, net zero, right? I'm going to say he's a little bit better than that. Sure. But I just mean... Yes. My reaction was, yeah, fire Scotty Brooks, sure, but, like, oh. they made the playoffs. Why are you doing well, this Well, like, like, what are you what are you doing exactly? So I'm... Yeah, right, like, like... Well, the thing is, like, they made the playoffs. They were... I would say, going into the season, I thought they were going to be the eighth seed. And it, it took a weird route to get there. Mm-hmm. But they were the seed, basically. Yeah, I mean, and part of it was Russell Westbrook was really hurt at the beginning of the mm-hmm. season. And, look, I am not by any means a Russell Westbrook fan, but um, in the Eastern Conference, like, there's, there's different goals. Like, Russell Westbrook is not going to win you a championship. Mm-mm. But Russell Westbrook is probably going to make you a playoff team. Yeah. So, I... And Scotty Brooks is also like, yeah, like that's that's a guy who's coaching you the eight seed. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and we've talked about this before, where it's kind of not clear what the future building blocks of the Wizards are. Right. You know, it's like it could be Denny or Rui, but it's also but those guys are both named Denny and Rui, so I wouldn't put. Them yeah, on you're already like. <laughs> Even even like saying it made me kind of like I don't know what are we really I um uh, uh so Danny and Rui sounds like the worst uh like folk band 
that Bob Dylan played with in well, Greenwich it, Village in 1965. Yes. And actually, I will also say it sounds like um, like a terrible Russian cartoon on Netflix <laughs> that basically doesn't have dialogue in it because they would have to translate it. And that like a four-year-old I babysat got obsessed with. And like Denny's a wolf and Rui's like a cat. You know, like it's... Uh, uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Oh yeah. So so yeah. I had one question. Sure. I don't. I don't know what they want. I don't know if they like. Does this mean they aren't going to try for the playoffs? Because no, it's they're like they're going to keep trying for the. I mean, I think so. So I mean, you just. I mean, what they should do, I think, is just get hire get some Sam nuts Cassell? for a few years. Well, hire Sam Cassell. Yeah. Hire Sam Cassell. Buy out Jerry Stackhouse. Uh. I mean, the, Sam Cassell seems like he's definitely going to be a good coach. <laughs> like, and he coached uh, there for a long time already. Like, just hire oh, Sam Cassell. I, I forgot he was an assistant there. Yeah. <laughs> just hire, hire Sam Cassell tomorrow. Like, why yeah, like, wait what around? What are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. Him and, and Russell like, Westbrook screaming at each other would be the best. Oh, I mean, at a ref together would be the best thing yeah. in the world. Yeah. Um, Look, Russ is a good teammate, man. He's like. Uh, I, again, as someone who's not even a fan, um, I think he gets a little too much shit. Um, anyway, it's really I want, I wanted, I kind of want them to hire um, Ian Mackay. Yep, yep. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> Here's my question: uh, Would the Wizards leave the court if an opposing player started a fight like Fugazi did? Yeah, absolutely. And they would have um, to charge eight dollars for tickets. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think he'd yeah. he'd agree with the cost of living increase. I would say here's the problem with uh, hiring Ian McKay though is uh, Brad Stevens really flamed out in Boston, you know, and oh yeah, so that's you, the you, last coach that didn't fuck. That's true. So. That's true. He did. He doesn't fuck. Um, um, all right, let's move on. <laughs> uh, Stan Van Gundy fired after one year. Sean. Wow. I mean, not a surprise, but kind of like kind of a surprise definitely <laughs> I mean, a surprise like what they just hired him what are they doing they just hired him like it, he didn't <laughs> the thing is because the season is so compressed like he was only the coach for like eight months yeah <laughs> that's point, right that's three coaches in three years for zion uh it's already not coming great. out that zion's family has told the pelicans he's not even gonna sign the rookie extension well did they say that like last year even <laughs> well so apparently the report today was that there were multiple members of Zion Williamson's family that they're going to have him. They're going to convince him to even sign the max rookie deal. So we're going to get now, as far as I can think of, there's only one lottery pick who's just taken the qualifying offer to become a free agent, right? Greg Monroe, the the legend. Uh, (laughs) Again, I also like Greg Monroe, but uh, what a weird standard bearer for this thing the mm-hmm. league changed on him well you know? no, kcp also just took the qualifying offer that's oh, how that's he ended right. up in la yeah. wow it just and and again that also was related to stan van gundy mm-hmm. yep. right was either <laughs> i believe so yeah jesus christ he doesn't oh can i say one thing about stan van gundy mm-hmm. you don't want your coach to uh start tweeting too much no i want i want a coach with like no social media presence at all like right. just like Rick Carlisle. Yeah, I was yeah, surprised exactly. Rick Carlisle even knew 
how to type on a notes app, which he is how he resigned today. (laughs) Well, and even the one that Woj posted was like a screenshot that also included uh, all the letters, all the like the keyboard email. Do you think Rick Carlisle sent Woj an email and he put it in the notes app? I don't know. I mean, like the cropping was like, why wouldn't you just crop it to the notes part? I don't know. It it was very weird. Like even even Woj, you would think would anyway. Those are two older men. Oh, Let's just God. say that <laughs> again, just like John Stockton, older men maybe don't know what's going on. Rick Carlisle uh, definitely believes in Vax in being Vax. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He's oh yeah. He would have <laughs> he would have been like vaccinating his own players if he could mm-hmm. if that was a if that was legal. Yeah. Um. Here's my suggestion for the Pelicans. Um. Trajan Langdon, kind of a loser, uh, at least as a player. I mean, I know he was a really good player in Europe, but in Duke, at Duke, his most famous memory was uh, losing the ball mm-hmm. at the end of the, the national championship. The Alaskan Assassin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he also just seemed to only acquire Duke players for a full year. Well, look, that's a good idea, though, because the Grizzlies also did that and went on a magical run to the had a Duke GM acquire just basically Duke players. <laughs> well, how many how many Duke guys do they have? I mean, uh, they have Grace Allen. They have Grace and Allen. They have Justice Winslow. They have uh, right. right. <laughs> so one guy who didn't play at all. One their guy coach who was is a their Duke worst guy. player. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was just like, oh, he wasn't he wasn't inspired by his good friend Jaleel Okafor coming. Mm-hmm. And cranky pants JJ Redick, uh, <laughs> just complaining for an entire season. Like, like you just you can only have so much Duke energy at once mm-hmm. because one foul Duke guy it spreads, and then you end up with Supreme Court Justice Brett Ka- Kavanaugh. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 exactly. Just a fetid <laughs> pool of Duke. Um, here's my question: Will Zion get a Diet Pepsi endorsement? I'm gonna guess no. Um, also, I have to say, they, uh, there was a big deal about how much stuff they got Tyus Jones, Drew also Holiday. a Duke guy, Oh, Tyus Jones. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. All right, keep going. Um. Killian Tilly, basically a Duke guy. It's Gonzaga, but, and, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the <laughs> Gonzaga, Gonzaga of the Northwest, yeah. yeah the, the Duke of the Northwest, you're right, you're right. Few has extreme Coach K energy, really oh my does. God. They both have seemed oh. real vamp. Vampiric just ball. like just like breaking blood vessels in their cheeks all the time, just screaming at ref. Mark Few just isn't as good at it. Um, all right, Sean, question for you. Yes. So Zion wants out. Yes. Josh Hart wants out. Yes. Lonzo wants out. Yes. Can a team built around Jackson Hayes compete for a title? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, they better, right? He's, he's the only one who's happy there. <laughs> Uh, oh, and, and you know, they'll have Stephen Adams for, like, four more years now, right? Yeah, and then Eric Bledsoe for two. And that, that Drew Holiday trade uh, looked a lot better when you didn't think about how long Eric Bledsoe is right. signed for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's like a negative first-round pick just in himself. Yeah. I don't even know what you do with him. He hates it there. <laughs> like Does you trade he like for... being anywhere, though? No, he he doesn't want to be anywhere. I think he kind of liked Milwaukee, except not like he didn't wasn't really into the playoffs. I think he probably wants to play for the Clippers again. Honestly, oh, that, trade Pat Bev for Eric Bledsoe, just like oh yeah, that would be great. Just like, <laughs> switch 
Thanks. Um, all right, uh, Sean. Yeah. It's time to talk some injuries. Oh, yeah, yeah, we do. Injuries. You hate to see them. Certainly not the sight the Celtics and their fans want to see. Paul Pierce in a lot of pain. Had to be carried off. Then they put him in the wheelchair as he's going back to the locker room. They are easily the worst part of basketball. This is the sight that the Celtics fans want to see. And here the ovation as he comes popping out of the tunnel. Except for when they're not injuries at all. And they're Paul Pierce shitting his pants. Standing back there at the locker room when Paul Pierce came out was a pretty dramatic moment. He was followed out of the hallway by Danny Ainge. Anyway, here are some real injuries. And not ones where a guy pooped his pants. Sort of forgot we had that drop, Joey. <laughs> it's a long one. Um, <laughs> Sean, Kawhi Leonard has an injured knee. Yes. Um, also, Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell are questionable. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell has an injured ankle. I believe I did want to talk about uh, it was very funny in the midst of all this crazy batshit stuff happening. So many things happened. Somebody just tweeted, this morning. Yeah. Somebody tweeted uh, Mike Conley will meet with the media in minutes. <laughs> and then Woj beat him to his own press conference and was just like, Mike Conley is out. <laughs> <laughs> It's so, I I mean, look, it's so funny that, okay, I I was trying to explain what Woj does to my dad Uh today because he was excited to watch Woj explain what was happening in Dallas on SportsCenter. I'm like, no, he's, he's tweeted it out. He, (laughs) he's not going to wait till he's on TV. And he's like, why would he do that? He's paid to be on TV. And I'm like. I know, actually, but he no, tweeted though. it out. He's, he's actually tweet. He's like, Pete tweet. And he's like, but how do they make money from the tweets? I'm like, they don't. They don't make anything from it. If anything, <laughs> they kind of lose money on it because they're paying a guy to tweet. And, and he was like, so why would anyone watch SportsCenter? I'm like, maybe they, they don't, don't. Twitter? I, I mean, they probably just aren't. They don't watch Sports Center. They fell. Like, they fell asleep during the game. <laughs> like it's, it's like it's so confusing. But also, he's like. He's clearly like trading a favor with Mike Conley's agent to get the scoop on this too. That's gonna be, I don't know. Anyway, uh, amazing. Um, okay, so so our injury roundup: Joel Embiid playing with a torn meniscus, mm-hmm. James Harden playing with a torn hamstring, Kyrie Irving out. Mm-hmm. Uh, DeAndre Hunter is hurt mm-hmm. on on the Hawks. I don't. Kim Reddish seems like he hasn't played in months. I don't think mm-hmm. that's new. Um, um, Dante DiVincenzo, yeah, uh, hurts. Ooh, he would I don't, fix everything for the Bucks. He right? actually would really help them right now. <laughs> but also, it is it is it's insane they haven't closed out this series already. Uh, and then, yeah, in the West, no one on the Suns. Kyrie, is you didn't hurt. say Kyrie was hurt. Oh, Kyrie's Kyrie hurt, hurt too. He yeah. he sprained his ankle in Game Four. 
Um, and then, yeah, the the Jazz have Conley, Hurt, Mitchell, uh, and then questionable Mitchell Hurt, and then the Clippers. Serge Ibaka is already out for the year with back surgery, and Kawhi has a knee injury that people are saying is a torn ACL, but doesn't seem to be a torn ACL. They would just like. Um, I, I asked an actual doctor who was a Clippers fan and he said, uh, there's no way it would take this long to diagnose a torn ACL. So there's like, so there's no reason have... to pretend he's like, they would just say if he had a torn ACL like right. that. Uh, so he, he has a sprained knee, which means something is torn mm-hmm. and it might be one of those ligaments. But anyway, uh, yeah, so that's all we, those are, those are our injuries. Well, uh, plus, oh yeah, so let's this go all ahead. happened, and then mm. um, the biggest fucking dork in the world decided to chime in. That is true. He is a giant um, dork. Uh, LeBron James, classic, classic <laughs> bullshit. Uh, remember, remember, eliminated from the playoffs yeah, two weeks ago. Remember, people weren't looking at him for five minutes, and then decided to tweet. An insane five-tweet thread. Um, Should I read it? Please. They all didn't want to listen to me about the start of the season. I knew exactly what would happen. I only wanted to protect the well-being of the players, which ultimately is the, all caps, product and benefit of, all caps, our game. These injuries isn't just part of the game, all caps. It's the lack of... Pure, all caps, rim rest, rest before starting back up. Eight, possibly nine, all caps, all stars have missed playoff games, most in league history. This is the best time of the year for our league and fans, but missing a ton of our fave players. It's insane. If there's one person that knows about the the body and how it works all year round, it's me, all caps. (laughs) I speak for the health of all our players. And I hate to see this many injuries this time of the year. Sorry, fans. Wish you guys were seeing all your fave guys right now. Praying hands emoji. King emoji. Then tweeted. Oh, oh he's not done. Okay. No, no. It did not thread these two tweets, though. Then there was one that <laughs> said, and I know all about the business side, too, slash factors. So don't even try me. I get it. Uh, that's why I... Broke that wildcat strike last year. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> and then another one where uh, praying hands emoji to the hand emoji claw. <laughs> and look, does LeBron have a point here uh, about uh, that maybe the way the season has gone is uh, injuring some guys? Absolutely. Was there a person who could have done something about that named LeBron James, the most powerful man in the NBA? Absolutely. Yes. I mean, he he insisted that they play in the bubble. Yeah, he did. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's something he called he did. in Obama to end the strike. <laughs> mm hmm. That's that's what he did. He was an he was an executive in the NBA Players Association. Uh, like a year ago, two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it, and his best friend, who Chris is Paul. vaccinated and has COVID, which uh-huh. we forgot to mention. Do we know that he's vaccinated? We we've he's, heard yeah, that he, he probably uh, has. Vaccinated. I've heard he's. I've heard he. Somebody told me he's double fized. <laughs> I also heard that, but uh, you know, you know what? 
sure. I believe Chris Paul is back. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. You know what? Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. Those. By guys the way, the Players could... Association site is like unnavigable. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um. But this sucks. Yes, the league has all the power here, but also. There is a person with more power than the the second most powerful person in the NBA is LeBron James, mm-hmm. and this is like revisionist bullshit. Um, yes, he's worried that people aren't paying enough attention, attention to him to right him. now. And it's he, him, he's he, jumping on this. Space Jam and, Two is coming out. Uh huh. He's, he's got to keep himself. Also, calling himself the king all the time is just obnoxious. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I know it's his nickname, but like, oh, king, uh, oh, the king has spoken. There's nobody but me who knows more about his body because I've missed two of the last three seasons. Mm-hmm. I've missed I've missed three months every time. And I take the most advanced steroids and HGH to keep yourself maintained. There's nobody else who has a van shuttling them to practice like a Tour de France rider. Me and Lance Armstrong. That's it. We need a van to get our supplements and our vaguely illegal European medicines. That's what I know about the body. Um, also, if you want to read about these injuries, again, please read Katie Heindel's uh, great series on it at Uproxx. Uh, and do say, not read yeah. the uh, the Bowtied Man one at ESPN. That is, yeah, you know. Katie, Katie is the inventor of shorts the clothing. And not aware of bow, bow ties, the douchebag costume. Mm-hmm, yeah, or the, uh, and she does not care about peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. No, um, no, she's a normal person. Um, um, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's, uh, here's another thing about LeBron James. Uh, why is he, why is he hating on people who do their own laundry? Does he think that's like a, like an appealing thing? There are so but he's many like, things. imagine, imagine if I didn't drink Mountain Dew, I might have to fold my own clothes. And he's like, no, never working out Mountain Dew. There are so many things in this tweet thread that are like Mr. Show character quotes. Well, all the caps don't make any sense uh-huh. either. The words he's emphasizing, it's like, it, it doesn't make any the sense. The quote, if there's one person that knows about the body and how it works all year round, it's me. <laughs> is worse than anything Magic Johnson has ever tweeted, and he is uh-huh. constantly getting roasted for his tweets. Right. No, it, yeah, it's like it's like something that that guy who makes Tofuti would say. <laughs> but also, it's also something that, like, Ray Allen would say in a DM. Uh-huh. Like, there's only one person who knows how the body works all year long, you know what I mean? I know about the business side, too, so don't even try me. Like... Yeah, we know. Well, well you, we you, know, but yeah. like, but like you guys. But you did do... it. You could have stopped this. You're the one. You are the one that actually could have made it move to December. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Also, what is pure rim rest? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> also, is this the most all stars that have missed playoff game in league history? I don't know if that's true. <laughs> And like three quarters of the Lakers All Stars missed the finals one year in against the Pistons. I don't know, man. All I whatever. Know this guy's this guy. This guy, this guy saw a bunch of fucking news NBA news that day and was like, "I gotta get in on this, right?" Uh huh. <laughs> um. 
I don't really understand this tweet. Like, okay, so he said, uh, greatness. Appreciate while you can, people. Hashtag KD. That makes a lot of sense to me. 17 out of 18 for the kid from all caps Akron. Mm -hmm. Hashtag truly blessed. Hashtag SFG rocket ship. We can't. What is he talking about? We can't get into LeBron's tweets. Okay, I'm sorry. We're at 90 minutes. Oh, I'm sorry. We got to talk about Chris Paul having COVID. Uh, and all I want to say is Chris Paul would not have COVID if Jake from State Farm wasn't always maskless at his house. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And also, uh, the, 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 obviously, COVID came from a wild animal. What what NBA player has had more wild animals invading his house? Skunks. Uh, That's where that variant came from. A literal deer destroyed his mm-hmm. garage last year. Mm-hmm. And they're doing weird experiments there with a robotic Cole Perez mm-hmm. and... I, I don't even want to get into it, the, the, the cloning that's going on there. But, yeah, that's also, why. Also, listener, we are going to get to your, your call about that question. We, we, have, have, some we have some experts that we're on. consulting. Yes. I just want you to know. All right, Sean, that's our episode. It, we're at it 90 is our minutes. Episode. All right, yeah. Uh, okay. Sean. Uh, yes. Thank you very much, Joey. I do have something to plug. I am going to be at the Punchline in Sacramento, California from... July 8th to July 10th with friend of the program, Chris Garcia. Ooh, uh, that's five shows. And then the I next week. I spoke at his wedding. Um, you anyway, did spoke at going. his wedding. Yeah. Uh, and then the next week, I will be at the Punchline on July 13th on Tuesday uh, with an all-star lineup. And then July 14th through 17th at the Punchline in San Francisco. I'm also, that Tuesday is at the Punchline in San Francisco. Also with Chris Garcia. Great. So. You've got 11 chances to see me and Chris Garcia. He's fantastic. Uh, I'm, I'm okay. I'm pretty good, you know? Um, and uh, I won't... I promise not to roast... I'm, I'll probably roast the Kings. I'll be honest. I, I will, I will make fun of somebody on the Kings at every show. Um, as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter. At Frankie Muniz. We're on 712... 2014, I tweeted Crispix for dinner. <laughs> God. Um, <sighs> also, listen to me. I was on the Frotcast last week, the film drop oh, yeah. Frotcast. Uh, and I'll be on there. The, I'm, I, I'll am i be on the They're All Ansem podcast next week. Oh, awesome. Do nuts, oh, God, that's uh, a great. That's great. Talking about Kingdom Hearts, sort of. God, that's um, great. Sean, did you write a song? I did. I did. This is um, continuing my Suf John Stevens uh, theme of songs about NBA cities. This is uh, we're at we're at every NBA city. This one's at uh, Chicago and it's called uh, The Boylan's a Bummer as a Don Henley song. Great. Uh, That's playing under us right now. Um, Trust the process. Trust the process. And uh, shut it down. Let's all go home unless you're Haralabob. Fuck, Sean, we forgot to talk about the playoffs. Oh, it's it's too late. Nobody's fighting dark. Nobody's clocking in. Nobody's doing push-ups. Nobody's running sprints. Empty stands, empty bench. Got Foreman's home alone. Driving by his house, so I see Paxson's car there. I can see him, his bald head shining in the sun. 
I see him eating dry cereal with family feud on, baby. I can tell you the lottery streak will still be on, even though Boylan's a bummer and he's gone. I never will forget that game The team was down by 25 A minute left in regulation And Coach Boylan was calling time Now I don't understand what happened to that young But Billy D's gonna get him back He's gonna run a modern offense I can see him His bald head shining in the sun I see him blocking the view of the Bulls announcers, baby. I can tell you there's no for Laurie Mark and none. All the Borlands are and he's gone. You know, Jim Boylan made up his own t-shirts with inspirational slogans. The guys just laughed at him. Like, in front of other players. De'Aaron Fox made fun of him for being a bad coach. And he's on the Sacramento Kings. His coach is Luke Walton. And he still made fun of Jim Boylan. Imagine that! You're sadder than the Sacramento Kings. My God. Way back in training camp, he gave a wrestling belt to the one-on-one champ. A little voice from the back of center said, he eyed, but I don't like him a lot. I thought he'd be a disaster. What did I know? Jim Boylan's gone forever, but this team really blows. I can see him. Pulling his starters all at once He's ignoring Daniel Gafford until The other team foul, baby I can tell you the player mutiny was strong Because Borland's a bummer and he's gone I can see him His bald head shining in the sun I see him eating dry cereal with Family feud on, baby I can tell you the lottery streak will still be on Even the Borland's a bummer and he's gone Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.